Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Hello! Um, so this is a, a new idea, this is a new, a new thing we're trying, just like we said before the break. Uh, this is called a side quest, and basically it's just me and Pedro rambling about something that we're passionate about, some nerdy hobby of ours. This one in particular is going to be about video games. And yeah. you might notice that it's a little bit different in tone. That is because it's a, a whole different genre of the podcast, you could say. It's not even skeleton scripted, which is what we normally do. So it might be even more random than normal. But yeah. it's by design, so don't worry. So yeah, that's that's basically what we're doing this time. And so, how have you been, man? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay, thank you. Um, how am I? Uh, yeah, all good. Uh, just some issues with the car. Nothing really special. I had to take it to where we bought it, trying to get it fixed. It's really noisy. Nothing really special. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much going on. Very boring adult stuff. Um, it's still in warranty, though. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what it is. Like, the warranty is ending in like a couple of weeks or so, so we wanted to get it in before the warranty ended. Um, but it's just really annoying. They're going to have to take apart the entire engine uh, to what? see. And, and the thing is, they wanted our permission to do it because they'll only know if it's covered by the warranty uh, after they take apart the engine. So oh, we shit. have to say yes or no before we actually know whether it's going to be covered or not. And the thing is, it's very, very, very likely that it's covered unless they find um, unless they find evidence that we have been racing in the streets and I'm pretty sure I hid that evidence so you know um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so so it should be covered but it's still annoying that you kind of have to go like they said okay well we're going to take apart the engine it's going to be about 1100 pounds and uh, um, we're not sure whether it's going to be fully guaranteed or not but it should be uh, are we okay to go ahead and we can just have to go like well i feel like a hostage but i guess so oh shit that sucks man but yeah you haven't been tempering with the the motor or the, i mean the engine or anything have you <laughs> no nothing that they can detect mate no no yeah, no no sure. i haven't i haven't um i think that's too the only fast thing... too furious Brr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Need for speed. Hey, first video game reference. Um, yeah, there we go. The, um, no, no, uh, my only concern is imagine if the previous owner did something like that. But man, this is a family car. Like, if the previous owner was, you know, doing donuts or whatever, like, I'd be hella surprised, you know? Yeah. So, now, if yeah. anything, what they're going to find is like a dead squirrel or something that is making the engine squeal and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just very, very, very noisy. I don't know what you know whatever yeah so yeah that's what's been going on with me um what's been going on with you i uh, completed well not not really but i like 90 percent finished with my garden basically i bought a bunch of plants oh, nice. that i liked and i i finally did it i've been getting some stones from like the side of the footpath behind my home they're really nice because they're like chalky white but they're covered in moss i really like them so yeah the garden is coming together it's looking quite nice if cool. i may say so myself Nice. And yeah, and that's it, really. Just uh, regular. Oh, we finished Sandman. I know we're talking about video games, but we finished Sandman. Mate, I really like that series. And I've heard mixed things about it. 
But, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was saying, someone was saying online. I can't remember what it was, but uh, yes, basically online, someone was saying that they had mixed feelings about this, or like it wasn't the best idea of a series. Well, but you know, I, I guess mean, at to some be point, fair, I'll see it. it's not for everyone. But also, it's the comic. Like the comics, also not for everyone. And yeah. It's a very good adaptation, though. I have to say, it's one of the most faithful adaptations I have seen. Like, it's, it's really good. And I saw Thor Love and Thunder. Which... Well, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to tell you a real quick Bruno review. It's not good. It's not bad. It's meh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I trust that. On that note, and again, I don't want to go too far from the topic of video games because we haven't even reached it, but on that note, I actually have been enjoying She-Hulk quite a lot. Oh, I haven't seen it, so hush, no spoilers. No, I, I, I've been enjoying it. Like, I know that there's a lot of controversy, some justified, some not justified, you know, internet warriors and stuff and trolls and alt-right and all of that. But um, actually, you know, if you if you consider it a different kind of series, I've been enjoying it. So, you know. Um, yeah, I hope so. Uh, the only one I miss of the of the series so far has been Miss Marvel. Oh, I and it's really because... enjoyed that. Oh, really? I I didn't started it, but like Holly told me that is a good series. It's very good, but she don't think I like it because it doesn't seem to be like my demographic. It seemed to be like a. Yeah, but not everything has to cater to everyone, isn't it? No, like, no, it's okay I know, I know. for it not to be your demographic. I, I still enjoyed it. I, I quite, I enjoy, look. It's not an amazing series, but I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I, I think that what she meant is that she knows my taste, and I, I, she doesn't oh, yeah, think that that will be the type of series that I would like. Not that it's a bad series. It's just not, not something that will grab me. Uh, exactly. But yeah, a lot of the criticism for She-Hulk has been basically misogynist. I mean, to be well, honest. And, and the same thing with Miss Marvel as well. To be fair, like a, a yeah. lot of the, the criticism. Well, have you have you heard how the the new people are? I mean, the new people. The some people are calling the MCU now. Oh yeah, let's not even get on that. M, like the MCU thing. Yeah, like that holy is the most shit, pointless, man. ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Like, as if like I, I don't get it. I'm not even going to get on that. I know that she's a side quest. We could get on on tangents like that. But if we're going to get on tangents, we're going to get on tangents about video games, not about yeah, yeah, yeah. Moment. We'll, we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll have a side quest about Marvel and about a few. Yeah, once things. we once we reach series, we'll talk about it. But yeah, it's basically tell me you are desperate for girl attention without telling me you're desperate for female attention oh, yeah no, yeah mate. precisely precisely so but yeah, yeah. video games anyway so video games we said big part the... of our lives we've talked about this in the past haven't we big part yeah 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 oh huge um i mean we both are in depth to video games uh, for our multilingual skills aren't we exactly exactly so we did say that we wanted to do something like because I mean yes it's a side quest and everything but let's just insert a little bit of, of fatherhood in here and the idea was like okay so which games would you recommend for your kids to play as a kid as a teenager and as an adult um, did you give oh, a thought games, about that plural um, well, well I, thought about I mean singular not plural games. maybe we can yeah 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 I mean what would be like your recommendation but if we have time we might as well talk for more about them but did you have a thought. Yeah, Tetris for all three. Final answer. <laughs> I mean, the, the worst part is I cannot say is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very short episode. See you next week, folks. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I mean, that dress isn't terrible. It's just a bit outdated, isn't it? It's like, you know. I, it's though, because there's like 3,495 versions of Tetris. That oh, are shit. Like... Did you see Did you see the. Uh, wasn't there a Nintendo Switch game a while ago? What was it? Like Tetris 99 or something? Like Tetris Battle Royale? Was that Tetris? I think, I, uh, to be honest, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think I heard Tetris Battle Royale before. Oh, and I thought, what a weird concept. It. Uh, I'm going to Google it. Hang on. Tetris Battle Royale. What was it? Yeah, I think it's... Li oh, Tetris Battle. Tetris Battle. It's in. It was in the Nintendo Switch. It was really big, like, during pandemic time or something. No, it's not this one. It's, I'm saying it's Tetris Battle, but that took me to something else. Uh, <laughs> Tetris Royale or Tetris 99. I think that's what it is. Tetris 99. Yeah, I think you play against like 98 other people and you're trying yeah. to be the last one remaining. And that was really big on Nintendo Switch a while ago. So, you know, competitive Tetris, uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you, you laugh at that, but I heard right now that there's like drama in the chess world. So you never underestimate uh, what any type of game. I think there was like a Grandmaster that was like 35 that lost against a Grandmaster that was like... 17 or 19. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a tweet about it or something. He quit. The, the one who lost quit the tournament, which is really bizarre because even if you lose, you don't quit the tournament, especially if you're a grandmaster and blah, blah, blah. And they ask him, like, oh, why did you quit? And he basically said something like, I cannot say. It, it will be dangerous for me to say. Not dangerous as I'm going to get killed, but as in I will break the rules. But everyone interpreted that as basically he was accusing the other guy of cheating. And there's like this whole oh. intricate way of cheating in chess in live apparently. Like you have a tap thing in your foot that if you tap twice, you're telling him which chess piece you're moving. And it seems like more difficult to cheat than not to cheat. But I don't know. I'm not a chess player. But yeah, the, the whole point is like even if you think Tetris can be a boring game, don't discard it for the drama. There, there can be drama anywhere, man. Yeah. You know who is a very avid uh, chess player? Who? Uh, David. I knew it. I don't know how, but as soon as you said it, I was like, I'm going to say who just to be polite, but it's David. Yeah, David, uh, you know, the guest that we had a few episodes for those who might not immediately think, oh, who is David? So we had him on one of the episodes previously, and he's a very avid chess player. Did he mention it on the episode? He might have mentioned it on the episode. Maybe? I mean, I, I know the rules, and I used to go and play and so when I. I was a kid, but I've never been good. Like, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, anyways, no, but for real, that, so that was your jokey answer, but for real, what is it like, what, like, what will be, obviously, if you could bring any game, because right now it's kind of hard to give Nico the games that you want, because he's... Oh, honestly, right I now, want but... it so much, I want it so much, I can, like, I can't wait, it's like, sometimes I'm playing games and I'm like, is, is he being gripped by these or not, like, is he paying attention, and then I go like, no, no, he can't hold his attention yet, because it doesn't mean much to him, but I want to play games with him, you know? But what would be your ideal game to give him first to play? Like, what would be your, so, your ideal kid game? What I'm thinking, right, is in about two or three years, I'm thinking of getting a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. And I'm thinking of just putting a shit ton of emulators on the Raspberry Pi. Obviously, he's joking because that is illegal and we're not endorsing anything like that. Yes, exactly. Is it emulators illegal? I don't know. I think it's a gray area. It's, it's one of those gray areas that playing one isn't, but acquiring one is. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. You're getting something. Okay, so I'll tell you what. 
I'm going to get a lot of emulators. Then I'm going to purchase all the games legally. Then exactly. I'm going to there convert them all into uh, ROMs. You know, ROMs and stuff. And then I'll use my own ROMs. Yeah. And I'll keep the copies because that's legal if I'm using it. Or Exactly. So that's what yeah. I'm going to do. And then if I'm going also to take some advice from a lawyer. And if the lawyer tells me that this is still illegal, then I will not do it. So this is all hypothetical, what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. So hypothetically speaking, I'm going to get an emulator on, you know, uh, my Raspberry, Raspberry Pi. I'm going to put a shit ton of games in it. I'm going to get a controller. And my idea is to first play the games um, with Nico telling me what to do. So just kind of him playing, but me, you like using the directions that he's giving me but yeah, the yeah, game yeah. that i want to use for these is pokemon i've talked about pokemon in it. the past i yeah. knew it right <laughs> i've talked about pokemon in the past but i think like it's a kind of game that lends itself to that type of connection and to that type of instruction because he can tell me which pokemon he wants to use he can tell me which pokemon he wants to catch which one where he wants me to go um to level up and you know so he can tell me a few things and he has a, a few different options and choices and all of that so i think those are good and I'll, i'd probably start with like leaf green and uh, fire red and leaf green and the reason is that I would start with the earlier ones, but I just think like in today's world, you can't really go through like the original Game Boy. Like they just won't pay attention to it. Yeah, no, it's a solid choice, man. I mean, that's what I knew it because it's a, a solid choice. Like I actually would like it's it's on my list. Like the, the reason why I say games is because for me in particular, I, I always say the question of what is your favorite song? What is your favorite movie? Because I'm one and I have very bad short-term memory sure. um, two i'm very changing so my favorite movie right now can be one but then i watch it four times and then stop being my favorite because i already watched it four times and then it comes back to being my favorite so anyways it's really hard for me to answer that so that's what i was like just one fudge uh, but yeah <laughs> pokemon is a very solid choice because it has a lot of different elements that they can get attached like it has animals, it has collection, it has traveling, it has grinding, it has a lot of really exactly. good and gripping elements. It even has a story that you can follow because it's not very complicated. But there's a clear good guy, there's a clear bad guy in the old ones. In the new ones it's getting a little bit more muddled and it has some more gray areas. Because of course it does, you have to grimify everything. <laughs> but in the, in the first one it was very clear who is the good guy, who is the bad guy. Here's a very basic story, beginning, middle, end. And there's some cute animals that you can make your friends. And yes, you're basically making them fight each other. But that is not the essential. The essential part is like friendship. So yeah, it's a very solid game. I, I will yeah, I think that so. And it marked my childhood as well. You know, it was it was a very important game when I was growing up. It was a game that allowed me to learn a lot about English as well, uh, about the English language. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna I say. Can't wait. I was going to go really old school and I don't even have to go with the Raspberry Pi because it's in the in the Nintendo Switch already and it's uh, the original Mario Bros. Well, not the original because the... Yeah. Actually, no, wait, the original Mario Bros. because it's not the first appearance of Mario but it's the first Mario Bros. game, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I will go with that. Mostly because, I mean, yes, obviously it's a nostalgia but it's also because there's a reason why it gripped me and it got me into video games because it's also really good. It's... It has the right level of, of like, 
hardness or well it's not hardness that's a very bad mistranslation difficulty level there we go thank you it was translated literally uh, yeah. it's a the it has a, a the right level of difficulty at the beginning that you keep losing but it's like victory is so close to reach that you get engaged and you're like no 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 i'm gonna do it again just one more time just one more time i'm gonna pass it and it just has two buttons uh, like jump and move well not two but jump and move that's it uh, and maybe grab i think you can grab the shells if i remember correctly uh, but it can escalate difficulty as you keep going and i don't know it's just an endless classic you know and it's the one that gripped me at the beginning i mean i did play some atari games before and i did see my uncles play some games in the commodore 64 like that game that gives you dysentery in trail of oregon oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Super Mario Bros. is a, it's a really good game to start and see if video games is actually something that you're going to enjoy. I mean, obviously Pokemon is there. It has to be there. Like, there's no other choice. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah. because we already said it, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take Super Mario Bros. And I actually thought of Mega Man. I thought, actually, you know what? Mega Man, because I'm a big fan of Mega Man. Actually, I don't know if you've seen it already, but I sent you a picture of the newest... Uh, Pokemon trailer. Oh, I did see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how they look like Mega Man characters, and I'm like, oh, they're awesome. They just look so freaking cool. Uh, but yeah, but I think Mega Man is a little bit too difficult, and it might not grip her because it also has like this very, like, oh, it's a robot and you're stealing powers. Like, it seems a little bit more complicated. So that's where yeah. I went with with Mario. I never played with Mega Man. You never played Mega Man? No. Oh, man, you have did. to fix that ASAP. It's freaking awesome, man. It's hard, I don't though. No, I don't know if I'll be able to follow it with the whole robot thing. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, though. Like, I, It's funny how people nowadays are like, oh, freaking Elder Scrolls. I mean, not Elder Scrolls. Uh, Elden Ring and Souls, like, their games are so hard. And I'm like, I mean, yes, believe me, even for me, they're hard, I know. But I play like freaking Ninja Gaiden and Ghost and Goblins. That is hard, mate, because you have freaking four life and then you die and have to start all over again. The controllers are freaking janky. It's one of those side scrollers that if you go if you go forward, the screen has to catch up to you. But then if for whatever reason you get pushed back, all the things that you killed respawn because basically the screen loaded again. Those games were hard, man. Like, they, I remember the freaking Ninja Turtles game at, in SNES or NES. Like, the water levels was so freaking annoying. No, like, water levels are always shit in video games. They're always yeah. super hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's because of the gravity and the mechanics of it. Like, you don't feel like you're in control of the character. Everything feels a bit junky. And for some reason, the music also always makes you feel like, oh shit, I'm going to die of, like, that breath, lack of breath. Even though the game might not have that mechanic, but you're still like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Like, it has that. Um, and that actually gives me a very good segue into the other game I would recommend for for kids that are a little bit older. Not Maybe not the teenager, but my go-to game for Nim Nim to play when she's going to be like... Eight or nine, if she likes video games, which I really hope she does. <laughs> Notice the desperation, my boys. Is Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time? Oh, Final Answer. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final uh, Answer. Another game I never played. Yeah, that's gonna be like that. I mean, that is my. That's the game I learned English for. That is my game, and it has like a remastered version that makes the graphics not look as bulky. 
So yeah, I really, really want her to uh, to play it, and I really want to like see her trying to figure out what to do and like saying, "Oh, how do I kill this boss?" And I don't know. It's just reliving it through her eyes is gonna be something that I think I'm gonna find very enjoyable as long as she likes it. Yeah, actually. same. But yeah, that is the game, and that I think I would recommend for a, for a kid because that's the one. Those are the two that trapped me into video games, basically. Those two games ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about those games, um, even though I never played them. Uh, let me think, before we move on a little bit, let me think about what other games I played when I was uh, like younger and stuff. I remember, like, I think because it was a, a country where football was very... Uh, you know, Massive. popular. I remember playing like the Fifas, which weren't Fifas at the time, but like the Pro Evolution Soccer on the PlayStation. Uh, oh no, I never liked them. Well, never I never really liked truly liked them, but like my dad did, and I liked playing with my dad. Oh yeah, uh, so that helped it. And I had friends who liked it, so it was always like. You know, do you want to play video games and do you want to like do something that your friends also like? So let's play this one instead of playing, you know, GTA, for example, where you can't play as multiplayer, especially in the early ones, you can't do that. So I always preferred between playing a shitty video game uh, with someone else or playing a good game on my own. If I was with someone else, I'd rather play the the, the shittier game that is multiplayer, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I remember so... I used to play a street football. Uh, it was like just four players and it wasn't in the arcades. And I yeah. remember I playing like that street football game that didn't have like penalties and didn't have like out of bounds and everything. That was kind of fun. Um, what other games? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I played a lot. I don't know if you ever played this. I was surprised to found it in the in the Nintendo emulator and the Switch because I didn't know it was so big. Because no one seems to remember this game. But if it's in the store, it must have been big. It's called Dodgeball. Never heard of it. You see, it's by the same guys who did a Motion City Ransom. It even has the same like sprites. But it's basically you just have to. I remember that when I was a kid, I found it incredibly difficult. And I played it the other day, and it's like oh. Basically, the super move is tap, tap forward like two times and then you start running and then you throw the ball. That's it. That's the super move. <laughs> but when I was a kid, it was like, why is the super move not working? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's another game I, I played. And it's just, to be honest, I played a fuck ton of video games, man. I didn't play that many video games when I was younger, but the ma the main reason why I didn't was because th they were just too expensive and I was too worried about asking my parents to get me the video games. You so were I had such to rely... a better son than I was. I was like, gimme, gimme, gimme that. So when I was younger, mind you, not now, of course, but when I was younger, I had to rely on like pirated games. I had to rely on getting it cheap on my PlayStation so that I could play other ones. Um, oh, yeah. And... No, obviously. Like my PlayStation was chipped, obviously. Like I think out of all my video games in PlayStation that I had, at least in PlayStation 1, out of all my video game collection, with was in the hundreds, I must have like tops 10 original games yeah 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 exactly um i remember i remember look here's what i remember as well when i was young i remember loving spyro Do you, have you played spyro yeah i did i didn't yeah. like it quite much but it's just it's weird for me that you mentioned obviously there's an age difference which i keep forgetting 
But it's always weird for me when people say that they got into video games on like the PlayStation. Because I've been playing since Atari was a thing, man. I played Pac-Man no. and then I obviously played Mario Bros. And I played like in the SN in the NES. I played a lot of games. So that's why the, when I mention old school game, I'm really talking about like old school games. No, no, I didn't quite get that. Like, my first real console was really PlayStation, and before that it was just Game Boy. Um, but yeah... Uh, oh, it, so you didn't was... have a, a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo then? No, 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 no. Oh. Some, some of my friends did, but I think some of my friends did, like, sometimes when they had, like, older brothers, and the mm -hmm. older brothers had gotten a console, but uh, when it was, like the first kid like I was then I didn't have anything to compare it to and my parents hadn't gotten one for themselves and like even my dad my dad was always like a PC gamer rather than a console gamer uh, a man of culture of... like him <laughs> yeah uh, so he um, so yeah never had a, a NES or SNES and it, to be fair it wasn't their type of games anyway maybe my mom a little bit more but it was wasn't anything that we used to have at home um so that's the reason why and i, I think i mentioned to you like in portugal it just wasn't the kind of thing that you would see commonly anyway yeah uh, video games only started being a lot more common in my generation um which is incredible which is crazy now because now everyone seems to have a console even non-gamers but yeah yeah but no i, I think remember... in mexico it was more common because we even have a tv yeah. show called Nintendo but you're closer Mania. to the us anyway yeah we had a call a uh, video uh, sorry a, a tv show uh, for sunday mornings called nintendo mania when they will give you like tips and tricks for games because obviously back then there was no internet so basically yeah. what they will do is they will buy Nintendo Power and then make an episode based on the Nintendo Power edition of that week, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, for example, I, I remember playing Link's, Link's Awakening and now once I played it again when I was older, I really liked it. But that one, for example, I wouldn't recommend for a name as a kid, even though it's such a good game. It's too complicated for a kid. I remember being a kid and being like, what? No, I don't know what what to do. I'm already lost. I've been here like four times. I don't like it. Obviously, I didn't know English. So that was a huge detriment because I didn't understand what the fuck I was supposed to do. But uh, so maybe she would like it a little bit more. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I've been playing video games for quite a while. But to, I, um, to move on. I never on, really liked the Zelda games. Well, not really. Liked is... is the wrong word i never really got into the zelda yeah games. they never caught you no they never did the only one that ever did was breath of the wild which was magnificent it's amazing but, but the... it's such a different game it's such a departure from it, precisely the... precisely precisely uh but yeah the the early ones just you know never really got into it i remember like oh i remember liking um sonic and that one I do remember that I had like neighbors who had like a Sega Saturn or a Sega Mega Drive, whatever it was, and a, a good friend of mine as well, he had one. And I remember like enjoying Sonic uh, out of those games. You never played um, Yoshi Island or Super Mario 2? No, 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 I haven't. Oh, oh Star Fox? No. Oh, no. mate, oh, mate, Pfft, you really have, I mean... If it were to happen and you were to send an envelope to Nintendo with money to be able to do your ROMs, we have sure. to play so many games, mate. I'm just gonna like ask Martin. Do you think and, that? Holly, well, let me ask you that as a question. Do you think that these games they, they stand the test of time? Well? 
Some of them do, some of them don't. It really that's depends. A, that's what I mean. It really depends on how you enjoy game based on graphics. How spoiled are you on graphics? Just, I don't think it's just graphics. I don't think it's just graphics. Like, I, I, well, sometimes for me the it controls, is. the controls in the gameplay is just too janky as well. I mean, uh, to be, I mean, I know that's true, but at the same time, I always hate that excuse because the amount of times that big publishers now just publish an incomplete game and the controls are complete bollocks and everyone is still playing because it's the newest game. Mm. So, I mean, also when the controllers are simple and you just have like four buttons, as long as you get... If I, basically, my answer to, oh, the controllers are so junky is like, mate, if 12-year-old Bruno could complete the freaking game, you can complete the freaking yeah, game. But that's, Shut the fuck up. But that's not, that's not an accurate comparison, though, is it? Because what I'm thinking is, yes, when I was younger, I could also do this, but the controls evolve. Like, it's just the kind of sense of things that they are. No, like, I, I get you. I, I get younger, you. And... The norm of the analog stick was to have the inverted controls. Like, you know, if you push down, you look up, and if you push up, you look down. Yeah, like Flight changed. Simulator style. And now it changed. Yeah, and now and now it changed. Now, now the norm is you I point to it. where you're looking, and other things is like driving, right? I remember driving games initially were like X to speed up, and now it's like R2 to speed up. So it, it's not just about the fact that younger you could do it. It's also because the type of gameplay, the type of controls do evolve over time as well. Yeah, so also might be my rose tinted glasses. Uh, also a little bit of that, maybe. Uh, but but I do want to, like, again, just ask Marty and Holly and one day when the kids are older, just, like, rent a fucking cabin in the woods and take the raspberry pie and be like, okay, we have fuck ton of pizzas, fuck ton of beer for you and soda for me. We're playing old school video games until you puke. <laughs> There's so many classics that you missed, man. Like I did miss a few classics, yeah, but, like, Star Fox, I don't get the appeal of Star Fox. Well, it, what do you mean? It's a fox on a spaceship going pew, 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 pew. Yeah, but that's <laughs> I it. know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would play it, like, what, once? And it's like, well, yeah, I got the game. Like, don't get me wrong. If I'm a kid and I have, like, essentially infinite time, I guess it's fun. But if I'm an adult, like, I don't think that I would enjoy it now. So I guess I understand why you enjoy it for the nostalgia's sake. But I think, like, now for me, I just don't see the appeal nowadays, you know? Yeah, I think also for me, and uh, it's impossible for me to escape this curse, gosh darn it. But I think because of my ADHD, those type of games that I really enjoy, like, I remember fondly, is because they gave me constant stimuli. Like, I had to constantly be on edge. It's like, oh, there's something here, there's something here, there's something here. So it, it wasn't boring. Like, for example, in Star Fox 64, yes, it's a very simple game. You're just going around in a spaceship going pew, 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 pew. But eventually in the battles, you do have to do... I mean, you have heard the meme, obviously, of do a viral roll. So eventually you have to do that. Yeah. And eventually you have to do, like, twist, twisty to deflect the fires. And it even have branching... Like, it sounds... I know it sounds dumb, because now a lot of games do. But back then it was like, ooh, it had branching paths. Depending if you did the special thing of passing through all the silver hoops, then you actually turn you can go behind the waterfall if you don't collect all the silver hoops you can't but if you can you can go behind the waterfall and that takes you to another branch which is basically just a different stage and there's also a one in which you can save your colleague so at the end of the story you that guy, that guy is still alive but if you don't do this the guy is dead stuff like that so okay it really i just keep me entertained yeah it's really good uh, but obviously again being honest 
even me, when I play them, because I'm spoiled now by graphics, I see them and I'm like, ugh, this looks really ugly. But if you can get past <laughs> that, it's a good game. No, I believe you. I just don't think that it's one of those. I, and you know, I'm happy to do that cabin in the woods thing, emulator, play old style games. Sure, let's do it at some point. But I just don't know if that's. I, I don't. I think that this one is probably one that it didn't age quite well. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll do that at some point. Oh, Maximum Carnage in the SNES, the first Spider-Man video game I ever played. Oh, oh that one, I think I remember that one. I didn't play it, but I had a friend who did, and I think I remember him playing that, and it was really, really amazing. Killer Instinct um, in the SNES, that was fun. That was a game that I oh, shouldn't I never have been playing. Names. Which one was that? Killer Instinct is, uh, basically, it's, people will hate me on the internet for this, but it's a Mortal Kombat clone. Oh, uh, okay. But it was really good. You could do ultra combos, which was like 99 hits, and it was basically what I like a finisher move. And it the, the what separated from Mortal Kombat was that the combos. You could do a sequence of like uh, keys, like forward, backwards, A, B, forward, forward, B, blah, 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 depending on the character. And it will unleash a, a combo. And uh, but it wasn't that you just press buttons and does the combo. Like you actually have to do a sequence, and then. The computer knows that that sequels equals this combo. Uh, so okay. it was really good. And it was definitely a game that I shouldn't have been playing. Because it was kind of like... Well, it's a, a black color game. And cartridge. I don't know if you knew this. But Nintendo had a code. That if the colors on the cartridge. Were anything other than gray or blue. It was a mature game. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't actually know that. No. Yeah. So this one was a black cartridge because obviously it has like blood and death and you push someone out of a building and that's another way you win, like by a ring <laughs> out. So you actually see the image of them going, ah, 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 and then just splat. Obviously with the graphics of that time, so that splat is just pixel here and pixel there. You cannot really see shit. But yeah, that was a good game. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Sorry, I've been kidnapping this stuff, but it's just, I, again, I love video games so much. When I was a kid, did you ever play Metal Slug? Which one is that? Okay, you didn't. It's basically you're a soldier. No, maybe I did, but like when I was when I was, like I don't have a good thing for names. It's a, you're a soldier and it's a side scroller, and I played oh, it on no, the arcades. And basically, you didn't get your gamer tag until you could finish Metal Slug with just one coin. Which I'm going to confess, I I never did. It was it was hard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, again, let, let's go back to topic, because I wasn't going to ramble until freaking midnight. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> no, 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 but Pokemon, the reason why I recommend it is, is because of those things and, you know, just the, the collecting element of it, and I just think it looks nice with the colors and all of that. So, and, and one thing that I'm really excited about, which is one of the things I love about play, replaying Pokemon games, is like the aspect of transferring from one game to another, mm -hmm. and um, I love doing that. It's just like, okay, let's carry all... Over, let's carry on with all of your friends from the previous game. They start here, but yeah, so you have access to them, but you don't have to use them. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a very good game as a kid. Yeah, 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 and it aged well. That is one of the few that it aged well. 
for example. I think so. I think so. Maybe not the original, original ones like in black and white, but uh, from the third generation onwards, I think it did. Yeah. And yeah, we're almost yeah. to 1,000 Pokemon. Can you believe it is? Like, in really? a few years' time, when our kids are listening to this, it, there will be over 1,000 Pokemon. Oh, I remember insane. when it was like, over 120 or more to see. And I was so proud of knowing mm. the, the, all the Pokemon and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> also, I remember in, in... I don't know if it was something similar in Portugal, but in Mexico, you remember the the glitch to like multiply your Master Ball and stuff on... Red and blue. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know that it's called missing number because it's a Pokemon that doesn't exist, so it's yeah. missing number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mexico yeah, they call them. I remember. In Mexico they call them misigno, so they letter. Yeah, yeah. They thought that was the number misigno. <laughs> yeah, same in Portugal. Same in Portugal. And like, um, even yeah. a friend of mine was like, "Oh, don't capture misigno because it's screw your game over. Like my whole Pokemon, everything is like bugged now." And then when I realized that it's not missing, no, it's missing number. I was like, oh, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Now I remember doing that, and you know, we just had infinite time, as I said, as kids, because I remember just playing all over again and just going to the Hall of Fame and just getting all my Pokemon to level a hundred, which is, you know, pointless. There wasn't any real reason to do that, but that's what I like. Oh, everyone did it. Yeah, of course. If not, you didn't yeah, play yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, 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 precisely. So, yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy yeah, that. Are you one of the guys who keep their their starter all the way through the end? Yeah, there's Same. a few things that uh, there's a few things that I do when I play the game. So I always keep my starter until the end. Same. Um, I prefer Pokemon that have multiple evolutions. So I don't like. Same. I don't really like Pokemon that are static and only have like one evolution or just don't evolve at all, like Pinsir yep, yep. and, and all of that. Um, what else? Um, what else do I do? I always I do start with like fire. Me... Sorry. I I always choose the fire starter. I always choose the fire starter, even if I don't like it. Same. I always go with the fire starter. Same. Same. Um, some runs, what I do with like editing the save file and everything is I start with all the starters just to see how they play. But I always have like the first one, uh, the fire is my starter. And uh, what else do I do? I always like to keep them. Le uh, balanced in level so I usually what I would do is I would put my weakest first train him and then keep cycling between them because that allowed me to play with multiple Pokemon at once oh and yeah also I didn't have different levels I didn't like for example one Pokemon being level 50 and then having another one level 30 so if I captured a weak I mean. Pokemon I needed to train him before progressing with the story until he was in pair with his friends this is this is what I mean this is exactly what I did as well um, because I, I yeah it it annoyed me to have them at different levels so that's exactly what I did too um, and then what else I always liked having like a dragon Pokemon so I enjoyed that and in the thing that I liked the most doing until now and I know that you have a lot of competitive uh, moves and I never got into competitive strategies. I never really got too much into it, and I know that there's value in like status attacks and, nah, stuff like, and special attacks. But I, what I do, what I like the most is having uh, type coverage. So I love having attacks of multiple Pokemon types in one Pokemon. That's what I love the most. I like having good coverage. Yeah, I also never use status. I mean, I know that in competition they work, and I know they make sense and everything. But I just because I'm not competing, I'm just playing to beat the game. I hate yeah. like status moves. It's like nah. I just want to punch. Yeah. 
That's it. Exactly. And exactly. I always had a, a rubbish Pokemon, which is my TM Pokemon, so that he has fly and surf and caught specifically caught because no, that I was didn't. the worst. This one I didn't. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like having a slave Pokemon because I always felt like it took time, it, it took a space off another Pokemon that I could have in the team. So I never really enjoyed having I it. I started doing it when when TMs became, like I did it basically when I needed caught. And then once you pass all the game and you don't need, like, well, not caught, but once you pass the, the sessions with caught, I just put that Pokemon back in my computer. I never used it because caught, I just hated it. It was so useless. Um, right, right, right. And also, I, I since I mean, obviously, the first one I played was was red, and the next one was uh, gold because I like Ho Ho more than Lugia in the cover. But ever since gold, I always wanted to reach the first gym with my starter already evolved to the first stage. Uh, so I always train in grass and grass and grass until I reach the like I didn't. For example, just to put an example, because I don't remember what was the second generation. But I will reach Brock with Charmeleon, not with Charmander. Okay. Yeah, so I always evolve my starter before getting to the first gym. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. But I do have a... Uh, well, not. I don't know if it's funny, but I do have a story about selecting uh, starter Pokemon, right? So, first... First... A game that I had was Pokemon Red. I, oh, I also... That's another thing. I always choose the first pokemon in the duo so if it's red and blue i always go red if it's gold and silver i always go gold same um, ruby and sapphire i always go ruby so i always go with the first one of the duo but what i wanted to say is that i had pokemon red right and i chose on my first run without knowing much about the game i chose um, um charmander okay mm -hmm. so use Charmander etc all good and then I play like halfway through the game probably like 70% of the game and then I see on one day on the street with my dad and I see a guide for Pokemon and I go like wow amazing they probably have secrets in that guide that I don't know about and like helping me catch Pokemon and helping me like beat the game more easily so I need to get that and I got my dad to to purchase it and he did and I start and they go like, okay, well, this is what you need to do. And the best starter is Bulbasaur. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> I've got a Charmander. Okay, we guess I'm restarting my game. So I restarted my game <laughs> and I'm halfway through the game when I realized that they were just telling me the easiest way to, to beat the game. They weren't telling me like Bulbasaur is best because he does these and these. It was literally like Bulbasaur is best because he beats the first two teams. And then I go through the game and the guide and everything that they explained is stuff that I already knew. So I betrayed my Charmander. I still like <laughs> my, my Bulbasaur, don't get me wrong. It still has a sweet spot in my heart. But I betrayed my Charmander because I thought that i was going to get some like deep secret but i didn't yeah that's if anything, i still feel sad yeah it's it's terrible you're you're a horrible human being that you you should I feel am. sad i am uh, but if true. anything that is something that i don't like about um pokemon that it doesn't really have secrets it's what you see is what no. you get because <laughs> i remember also like getting a guide in a in a magazine or something for the first one and then realized that it wasn't a guide it was a walkthrough like I, I thought, yeah, that's, this will tell me how to yeah, open a, a secret. I, rem I wanted to get like a secret door that had this special color Pokemon before shinies were a thing, and stuff like that. 
And yeah, no, sorry no, disappointed. It was just like a walkthrough. But yeah. So what cool. what is your teenage yeah. game? So for teenager games, I'll tell the one that marked me the most, and I still think to this day it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played in terms of story. It's a story that stuck with me, it influenced me a lot, I love it, I fell in love with the game, with the graphics, with, with the story, with everything around it, and I've played it like three or four times completely, and that is Final Fantasy X. <laughs> you stole my franchise. <laughs> franchise, stole the franchise. You can go with another Final Fantasy. I like Final Fantasy VII. It's nice. That's as well. that's the one but I was gonna like, say. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII is just like I don't know. Mind blowing is the best way to describe it. I I I love everything about the game. Pretty much, I love all the silliness of it. I love the summons. I love the settings. Like it's a very. It has some good topics as a teenager as well the way it delves into things and like when you're a teenager you go through like those philosophical phases where you go like what is real what isn't real etc and without spoiling the game has a little bit of that like not everything is as it seems and it is a very interesting theory i remember loving the story so much this is true i downloaded a transcript of all the cutscenes in english and I started translating them when I was a teenager into Portuguese because I wanted to give it to my mom so my mom could read it and appreciate how nice the game was. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, it, it's sweet in theory. I never actually did it because I lost patience and I stopped like you know at ten. Yeah, but that is what matters. That is what matters. I didn't actually do it, but I, I like the credit anyway. Well, funny story. I was going to save Final Fantasy VII because that's the game that, that marked me as, oh, as a yeah, teenager. Nice. Yeah, for real. Like, that, I, I don't care about spoilers. The game been out for freaking ages. That moment with Yeah, but Aaron, for your kids. Uh, I don't Just know stop it, listening to this part. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Spoilers now. Spoilers now. Yeah, that moment with Aerith gets shish kebab made. Fuck! That marked my teenagehood. That was like... <gasps> Yeah. Like, that was horrible. Uh, I, I played but funny, it. Uh, spoilers, uh, spoilers over, in case anyone's listening. But funny story I wanted to tell you. Weirdly enough, Final Fantasy X, I finished it, is my least liked Final Fantasy game. Which one? Final Fantasy X? Yeah, didn't like it. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Well, no, this actually, no. Tell a lie. Tell a lie. Tell a lie. I liked it. It's just, it's my least favorite game. Like, that whole, ha, 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 ha. And then... I'll, I don't know. That's on purpose. People like to point that out, but that's on purpose. It makes sense as part of the story. Yeah, I know, I know. And actually, again, I'm telling a lie, because I did like it. It's just it's my least favorite. The one that I didn't like is Final Fantasy X-2. That's the one that oh, I yeah, didn't like. Oh, yeah, that one I didn't like. That one I didn't like. No, but yeah, you're right. I did like Final Fantasy X. It's just it's not my favorite. Like, Oh, the soundtrack is amazing. Yes, I still that... listen to the soundtrack every once in a while. That is like, for the real. The soundtrack yeah. of Final Fantasy X is absolutely stunning. And the summons are, are beautiful, too. The art, I mean, the summons are... Pfft. I remember the summon of the bath summoner, the guy that is, like, chained to the ground and everything. I was like, that's oh, freaking um, amazing. What's, what's his name? Um, Pain. Is that Pain? Yes. I think it is Pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I remember getting the the samurai that you had to pay to to use. Oh, but your Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, I like your Jimbo. It's got a fun mechanic. It's not very reliable, so it's not my favorite samurai. I also remember dodging the lightning to be able to get freaking oh, Ramu. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. That was my least favorite part of the game, was doing those lightning things yeah. and those ultimate weapon things. Although everyone talks about the Chocobo race and having it like at zero seconds, but I actually did it when I was older and it was like fairly easy, but maybe that's just because I was a kid earlier on. Maybe. My favorite summon was Bahamut. Yeah, well, yeah. It wasn't the, it wasn't the strongest, but I loved it. Weirdly enough, for me, my favorite summons have always been Ifrits. Uh, I like okay. fire. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, favorites are nice. Yeah, but no, Final Fantasy VII. It was also the one who introduced me to the archetype of the cool, cold uh, villain, suave villain, like uh, oh, yeah. well, Sephiroth, uh, but also like Vicious from Cowboy Bebop, and uh, like those type of silent but deadly. Weirdly enough, both of them have a huge ass katana and white hair, so maybe I have a type there. <laughs> I need yeah, to do maybe. some introspect work now, but yeah, Final Fantasy VII for me completely marked it, marked me. And I'm not saying it's the best Final Fantasy because I know there are some people that say that Final Fantasy II or six, depending if you're American or Japanese, because it's the same game, is the best one. And I played it, and the story is really cool. But for me, because Final Fantasy was like the one that introduced me to the whole JRPG uh, uh, genre, that's the one that I would recommend to play for Teenage Neem. And from there, I have a whole list of JRPGs, like Legend of Dragoons, Saijuki... Oh, Legend and... of Dragoon. You know, I had a PlayStation 1 demo disc with Legend of Dragoon, and I actually loved it, but I never actually purchased the game or played it. I never actually played it, but I actually loved it. It's so good, man. The demo. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah it's oh, really, that really one, good. That one I might have to play. Oh, there we go, there we go. Yeah, I love JRPGs. And the other um, game that I'm going to recommend for Teenage Nim is uh, Warcraft 2. Because I love RTS, and that's the game that introduced me to RTS, and I think it's fairly easy to get in at the beginning. So, uh, if, mm, if I'm going to introduce okay. her to Teenage Warcraft franchise... Three, then? Because... Um, I don't know, the fact that there's more races and the fact that it's 3D, but all janky. I, I, I'm a sucker for, for sprites, for 2D sprites. Okay. So, and I, li I like... I never the, actually played the Warcraft games. Oh, I, I really like them. Like, you have to do that. Like, for example, if you were the orcs, your submarine was a turtle and stuff like that. So that's what I like it. And, mm. and you kick on a peon and they're like, what is it? Work's done. Jump, jump! Like I really liked it, uh, and I like RTS a lot. And everyone says Age of Vampires, Age of Vampires, Age of Vampires. But for me, it was Warcraft Two, because it was also the one that I was introduced. I was like in sixth grade or fifth grade even, and the older brother of one of my schoolmates was playing it, and that's how I started playing it because I went to his home and we would play it, and. And so yeah, those two games hopefully will she will like them as much as I did, and maybe she can even Age get of Empires into the franchise. Is really good, I really oh, like. Oh no, RTS it's a, it's Age amazing. Age of Empires was my jam. Yeah, I, I I saw a meme the other day that I think everyone can understand, and it was uh, Shelby Cobra, and it said the the weapon most feared by everyone in the medieval era. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you turn this on? I still yeah. know all the cheat the cheat codes. Same. No, no, but for me it's Age of Empires 2. Okay. Yeah, that's also a really solid game. Oh, and there's another one I'm gonna say it right now. Caesar. Because that one is kind of like a RTS, oh. but it's not violent. You just have to manage your city. I hated Sim yeah. City, but I loved Caesar. I, I heard about this one and I had a friend who played Egypt or something like that, uh, which was kind of similar but set in Egypt. And I remember, I remember that person playing that game. So that one was quite good as well. And for adults, yeah. we now get into the the hard recommendations because there's now so no, no, many varieties. On, I still it. have one more as you as a teenager, oh, which there I we think go, there could be interesting, uh, which is between a teenager and adult when that is the uh, a completely different genre but i still do enjoy it which is the sims oh well yeah duh. you're right i i missed the ball there of course there's nothing like yeah. calling the pool boy and then taking the stairs off to have him die and then haunt your house yeah when you were started talking about the pool boy i thought this was going to go in a different direction but uh, no 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 I it's because i knew what you mean i i yeah. always liked like to get some someone in the pool and then just edit the building and take the stairs off that's, and they that's drown. a typical one that's yeah, a typical one yeah. for sure I th you know what strikes me as strange about the sims is that we never actually got a, co a, a true competitor for the sims like it's always been ea and it or maxes and it's always been like that game just there's nothing else out there that compares to it which is a shame because they have the monopoly there's on no competition to improve and that means yeah. that they, they are now having a shitty game on the sims 4 because it's like it's so broken i don't know if you've tried to play it but martina loves the sims to the point where she must play it even if the quality isn't great and i have to say like it's a messy glitchy buggy shit game you know it, it's it's okay it's still the sims but like they just don't put any effort in it essentially yeah that's no. because they don't have any competition i think since the third one i dropped it precisely because of that but i never actually stopped and analyzed that you're right no one ever attempted to do another human life simulation game and if they did it got crushed so quickly that i didn't i'm not even aware that they exist yeah, if they did, they were a shit because otherwise they would have prevailed. It's not like um, you know, Sim City. Sim City had a competition like City Skylines is a better version of Sim City nowadays. So you know, the there was a competition the there, and the consumers got good things out of it, but not for the Sims, no. Yeah. Mm, At least not like, now. Maybe there's a there's a gold mine there. Maybe we need to become developers and do the new Sims game. Yeah, that actually can. It's a good shout. Um, if not for the fact that I'm not going to learn programming right now, but it's a good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now we reach the one that I struggle the most, which is adult games. Which adult games are you going to recommend? And obviously I mean adult as in <laughs> not hentai games, games that you play as an adult. Oh, yeah. I actually hadn't thought about the other meaning because... It's yeah, actually, but... the other, when I was thinking about it, I was like, what is a, an adult game? And I put on Steam adult games and it came with a frog <laughs> ton of games and I was like, oh no, now I have this in my search history. Crap. <laughs> Bruno is playing. <laughs> yeah, Honey Pop 2 and stuff like that. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, games... Hmm, how do you word it? Games for adults? Games that you enjoy as an adult? No, it always sounds dirty. Can you say... Game, like adult games without it sounding dirty. I, I, I think the most 
uh, mature approximate game? no Exa mature games and that's the one i was gonna say you can still make it sound dirty but i think it's the, the most approachable uh games for experienced players mm, i guess you could say no yes m for mature graded m for mature i guess yeah okay yeah let's go with mature games then Mature games. Uh, yeah, I also struggle. Uh, well, but then then it kind of feels like it's going to be all R-rated games, isn't it? No, 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 no. Which it might not be. Like, for example, the one I was going to recommend was going to be Civilization, which is, you know, it's not an RTS, but it's still a strategy game. Yeah, no, I uh, definitely But it's not agree. exactly M for Mature. No, but I... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, Civ, highly recommended too. I, I definitely agree with that one. And it does involve a certain level of maturity, I guess you could say, because... It's managing resources and everything, which you might not be so into when you're yeah. a kid, you know? I think, like, as a teenager, you could definitely get into it. But I think, like, once you're an adult is when you can enjoy it the most. But then, obviously, well, yeah, I, I don't actually know if there's any specific games for adults or specific games for teenagers. Like, there's, there's definitely quite a lot of overlap. But well, I was I guess... thinking more in the realms of me being a hypocrite and not wanting them, them to play games that I know are not very appropriate. Like, for example, uh, not one. I'm gonna go with the most stupid example because I don't even like the game. I know blasphemy for a nerd, but uh... oh, no, I even forgot the name. Uh... What GTA? Yes, there we go. Thank you. Oh, you don't like GTA? I like Have you tried the... playing no, GTA Five. I like them. But I think I'm I'm a very story-driven guy, and the GTA goes ruined for me because when I was a kid, or a teenager, I should say, I was like 17 or 18, and we went all to the cyber cafe to play Vice City, but we didn't do any missions or anything. Basically, we just summoned the tank and just go around destroying everything. So it kind of got old real quick for me because I didn't know it had okay. a story mode, and then I never got into them. Uh, but I know they're really good games. It's just I never I never got into them. But I know they're really good. GTA Five is quite a good game. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. That is really. Uh, to be honest, I heard Have that all really it? good games. Not. Uh, that's. I'm not saying they're bad. It's just I never bought them. I'm pretty sure if I get them and I play, I'm gonna love them. It's just for some reason I, I, I never got so. them. I think so. I think you'd enjoy it. I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say go with all of them. But at least GTA Five is quite good. I remember uh, Sin City was the one I played first. I th or Vice City. Oh, yeah. Oh, Vice City. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it was good, but because it didn't have a story, or well, I didn't play the story, it didn't, like, grab me for some reason. A game that I was going to recommend for adult, and then I realized how badly it aged, was Vampire the Masquerade. But actually... Never that heard of it. Oh, it's really good. I mean, it isn't, but it is, but it isn't. But, for example, I downloaded it the other day, and I... Actually, it was a whole thing because I purchased it, but then it turns out that in new computers it doesn't work well, so you have to get a community patch, and it's a whole thing. And I start playing it, and it's really good because it's basically based on the tabletop uh, vampire, the masquerade, obviously. But it has a moment in which you make a, a, a thrall, and she starts living with you because she's your thrall, and you can ask her to basically walk around in underwear <laughs> on your flat. And I'm like, oh, okay. this is such a male fantasy game because obviously it doesn't have the option to do. <laughs> it doesn't have the option to do the same with a male. So you basically have a slave in your flat going around in underwear because you're a vampire. And I was like, oh, mate, such a badly aged game. 
but for example, a game that I will uh, always recommend, and I don't think I think you can like it as a teenager, obviously, and obviously also it depends on the level of maturity that you have. But I think there's a lot of things that you don't understand unless you play like an adult. And it's Red Dead Redemption One and Two. The stories are very heavy, man. I mean, one I can't really speak to because I never played one. Um, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. It's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love a lot about that game. It's just like, it just feels so realistic. I think it's the. I, I can't say it's the best game that I've ever played. It's but a work I, I of think art. that it's the it's probably one of the best games ever made that I've ever played. Yeah, it's right? a in terms work of, of art. realism, in terms of the things that you can do. Just details such as, you know, you're walking and you get you in snow and you get snow prints and if you get dirty you like you can see it in your clothes and your hair and your beard grows over time in the game. Just like details like that. For me, I'm a sucker for those. I'm yeah. a sucker for those. Give me those all day long and the story is amazing the story is another and the story level. is really good as well yeah and also the last of us also such a really good game um uh, it's here's my gripe with the last of us i've played it on recommendation here's my gripe with it it's not a game it's a movie <laughs> last of us is not a game it's a movie it's a movie there's so many cutscenes, and most of the game playability is literally just like press this button now press this well you button. say that now mate, go there did you play it in the maximum difficulty trying to get all the trophies because it can get hard man you can get killed a lot i mean don't get me wrong yes i think there's more game more cutscenes that gameplay but that doesn't make it easy like the tough no, difficulty it's, it's, is hard. It's not. Man. It's not because it's easy. It's because it's basic. Oof! Bad word for a, a, a someone in this day and age to say. <laughs> but I know what you mean. But still, for me, it's a work of art. Like the story tells it. Like for me, a story it can is. make or break like a game. That. And I play visual novels, for example. So even something that doesn't have that much gameplay, I don't mind. Visual novels are basically you just clicking or reading, and eventually you have a choice on dialogue. And in 60% of visual novels, that choice of dialogue doesn't actually affect anything. Uh, yeah, but at least those are visual novels and they present it as such. Like, The Last of Us presents itself as a game and I just think it's it's not really a game. It's a film that you, you go through. I guess. I just think that as far as game playability goes, it's fairly basic. Like, yeah. There's not much. No, I see what you not, mean. Yeah. The other three games that I will recommend, it's either two or three, I mean it's three literally, but I counted as two, because it's the Witcher saga. Uh, yeah. You can skip the first one, because even though the story is really good, the gameplay is so awful, like it's so janky. What? Skip the first one and skip all those cards you can collect. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I was so surprised. I'm saying the... this because I was so surprised. Oh, mate, you have no idea. You got the, the, the European version, right? The one that was censored. No, I don't think so. Uh, no, I played it fairly recently, so uh, you know I'm pretty sure it, when I played it, it wasn't censored because it was like yeah, I remember collecting recent. the card. It wasn't when it came out. Well, I remember the the cut and cut code scene, and I'm like, wait, did I just have sex with someone in a game? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, and like you get a card, you literally collect a picture. Cards yeah, it's like you you, you take the with. picture. Yeah, uh, I wasn't feeling very comfortable you know during the game it's just like i was like uh, okay yeah right 
No, I, that's what I mean. <laughs> Let's move you on. can skip the first one and just read the summary of the story. Uh, but the second and the third one, again, works of art. Works of art. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, the choice do matter and how gray it plans. And I don't mean gray as in dull. I mean how no one is completely good and no one is completely evil and the morality like i love those things i'm a sucker for those kind of things so the fact that Geralt, even in the cutscene they're gonna like hang a girl and Geralt kills the guards and one person is asking what are you doing and he just says killing monsters for me that was like mate like there's even a mission that you save some trolls from some humans because you actually agree with the troll it's i don't know gray Oh, no, I killed the trolls. Thingies. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I um, I, I, I tried playing it through different lenses. I haven't played it that many times. I hate one of myself the lenses for I that. Played, I hate one of myself lens- for that because I you can't. What, sorry? I hate myself. Well, finish your story, but I'll say I'll say what I what I mean. So yeah, one no, of the I interrupted lenses, you. Go on. That I hate myself because I don't. I cannot do that. Like I play video games and. The se- for example, in my second run, I'm going to be like, okay, replay value, because you can do other stuff. And on this one, I'm going to play as an evil guy. And then I can't. It's like, one of the missions is like, kick the puppy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kick the puppy. And I'm like, but I can't kick the puppy. And I want to play as the evil version. I, ju- I just can't. <laughs> I didn't play it exactly as an evil version of Geralt. But I do know what you mean in terms of playing as, as like an evil character. Just like committing to it. I actually don't have problems... But I wouldn't. I would never do it as my first playthrough. Like my first playthrough, I think I would play it like normally, making the choices that I would make. But then if I was playing it second or third time, then that's when I would experiment with different versions. But I wasn't even playing it as evil necessarily. The choices may be evil, but I wasn't playing with that mindset. I was playing with the mindset of. I'm hired to take care of these monsters. I must protect humans and I must kill monsters. Mm-hmm. So even if mo- if humans are not good, I'm I was paid to kill the monsters, so that's what I need to do. Yeah. And I know there's the whole thing about oh maybe humans are the real monsters. Sure, I'm not saying otherwise, but with the, the lens that I my played job. during that time was like I'm hired to do this, so this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. um lawful neutral i guess yeah exactly even lawful evil maybe because if you know the humans are evil but you're doing it because you were hired that's lawful evil i guess um mm, no because i would do it i would do it for both sides so i guess yeah you're right uh but it's just like doing the con like doing what the contract required of me to do regardless of the intentions of who did it yeah and the last, Good or bad. the last game in my recommendation for adult will be resident evil 2 because it's, again, it's such a good game, and it's really like it can scare you. It has some really good, like oh, it really can. It has some really good jump scares, and there was one that I will add as a honorable mention, but it just didn't age well at all in terms of graphic and dialogue. Like you see the lips moving, and the voice actors weren't that great. But it was going to be Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh yeah, another game I haven't played. I've played Skyrim, but I didn't play the previous ones. I like Oblivion better than Skyrim, even though Skyrim is a better game in all sense of the matter, but I like Oblivion better. Um, yeah, a lot of people prefer Oblivion. Oh, and the first Dragon Age is also really good, and it's also into that multiple endings and like morality does matter and everything. But yeah, those are my recommendations yeah. for adults. What, what about you? 
Uh, if I have got any more, uh, no, uh, not that I can remember right now, but like, maybe I'll come back to that. What I was going to say is that for Resident Evil, I don't know if it's one or two or something, but I remember that I never played Resident Evil because I got such a big scare when I was younger. I was maybe, <laughs> I don't know, 10, 11, 9, I don't know, around that age. And I was playing through it and, you know, you're in the mansion. And I remember being so fucking scared that I never played the game again. And it was <laughs> when you open the front door and you have to close it really quickly again because the zombie dogs are trying to come. Ah, in. yeah, 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 yeah. The part and that's... that. No, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. No, I was so scared of that. I was so scared of that. I never played the game again. The part that made me throw my remote was i don't know uh, if you remember this or not but there's a moment in which you have to run through a hallway and there's a boarded window but when you pass some hands come out of the window and they grab you may i never came closer to actually shitting my pants like <laughs> that really was like <laughs> and i have to say i'm happy that nimnim will play on emulators and stuff because i also want her to play like mario party and i remember that game ruining like four joysticks on my controllers <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. Um, but let me see, any more games? No, Red Dead is definitely a good one for, like, as an adult or, or something, like GTA, yes, as well. Uh, what other, Civilization was my actual recommendation. Yeah, you're right. What other games? Um, I don't know. I can't think of other ones that I've that I would really like to recommend. In general, oh well, I guess I'll recommend this one. This one is about not, uh, teenager or adult, but it's Slay the Spire. It's a very good game. Have you played Slay the Spire? No, I'm gonna check it out. I didn't even know it existed. What is it about? It's a deck building game. No, I haven't. Really? Yeah. I figured I figured you would have. Like, just be careful because it's highly addictive highly addictive it's like a deck building game so it's kind of like a board game in a video game format but it is incredible you essentially you have to you have four different classes and you you try to build a deck and uh, get to the top of the spire which is why it's slay the spire and you just go through the different runs and you build your character and you build your deck in order to, to defeat enemies and defeat all the bosses it's really good but it's highly addictive like literally i didn't even think that martina was going to enjoy it and she spent probably five entire weeks just playing that to the point where she would take a lunch break and she would use the 30 minutes in her lunch break just playing the game she would do the lunch as quickly as possible just to play the game she was these addicted and i didn't even think that she was going to like it so yeah 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 no completely i i'm gonna get lost into it right now but yeah yeah cool i cool. we did it we accomplished our goal without getting that very that much wanna... sidetracked I want to throw you a last curveball. Yeah, go ahead. Are there games or, you know, something related to video games that you would recommend against? Oh. Mm. Really made you think now. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Oh, it's weird. Cause... I'll start. I'll start and then, and then, you, and then you, maybe you can have some ideas. But I was thinking, like, I really don't want my kids to get stuck into like mobile pay-to-win games oh okay i see what you mean oh no hell no that i, I they're just a waste of money yeah and no, stuff no, like no. that so mobile games there can be some good mobile games i'm not saying otherwise but never start 
wasting money on them. <laughs> no, 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 no whatsoever. Uh, so I, I or, get your, what you're saying, yeah. and my answer is the same. Yeah, I hate pay-to-win games. Um, I also would not like them to get into the new trend, which is seasonal games, like for example Fortnite or or even Fall Guys. Because yes, they can be really good games, but they pressure you so much into spending money in useless things. And it, so essentially, just games that continue to ask you to spend money is our recommendation against, and that's probably because it comes out of our pocket. <laughs> even if it, even if it didn't, it just feels it feels so scummy like Shout i already bought a yeah. game don't make me pay and pay and pay and again it builds this environment that, that, that you're basically forced by peer pressure to get it because it's like oh you're playing fortnite and you don't have the sasuke uh, skin that throws a kamehameha and it's like ah oh, mate or oh you don't have this latest for like fall guy skin and i don't know it's, i already bought the game i just want to play it without having to keep by that's that's why I, I dropped Assassin's I Creed because the first time I dropped Assassin's Creed was when I did a whole quest to get like the secret armor which was a staple of Assassin's Creed and I got it and it was just a skin it didn't have any extra value of stats and it's because that game you could actually buy different armor with microtransactions and I was like ah oh, that's it you lost me Ubisoft you lost me now yeah. like so that's what precisely yeah so that's why i recommend that you're right that's and i also i also wouldn't want them to get into games that have like a yearly release like i don't mind them playing football games for example but don't get into that whole thing about every year i must buy the most updated game like if they try to do that just you know screw them find a different way to play that yeah um although i know that fifa now is not going to be they, they lost the rights or they couldn't get an, an agreement on it so that's going to stop but like even the call of duty ones and stuff just don't buy any game that has like a yearly release pretty much yeah and i mean i'm not saying against it so i'm kind of deviating but i wouldn't love if she gets into competitive gaming not because I wouldn't like, especially if she's good and she's enjoying it, she can do whatever the heck she wants if she's having fun. But it's just, the communities can be so toxic, like on, on League of Legends. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, if, you, if you're going to play competitively, like, I will ban you from playing a video game if, if I feel like you're being shitty to other people. Or that it's affecting your own mental health. Or that, yeah. Yeah, so no, that is, those are my two things. Not microtransaction and nothing that is affecting you as a person, either by making you a shitty person or by making you feel shitty. Yeah, no, that's a very good shout. That's a very good shout. There we go. Cool. Side quest. First side quest. Yeah. Um, I liked it. We'll have to play around with how long we're going to do this for. Like, I don't know if it's best to just go off and, on, and on, go on and on and on and just carry on and then people who have the patience will listen to it. Like, it's not a mandatory, it's like a, what do you call them? Uh, not a canon, yeah, it's not a canon episode, isn't it? It's a, a filler episode. I mean, that's why we call it Sidequest, um, isn't it? Precisely, precisely. So I feel like we can justify ourselves keeping it like going on for longer if we need to. But I think like as a first experiment, yeah, it's, this is a good length of time for us to go on. It's also what we didn't like censor ourselves 
and we we use more graphic language because it's it's a non-canon episode it's a filler <laughs> i like that it's a good analogy yeah yeah i agree and um yeah i think we'll um we'll probably leave it here um and what else did i want to say i wanted to say that well, i can't remember um well i think that we're just going to leave it here there's there's a lot more that we could say about video games at some point we can you know do another side quest where we can uh, you know do a deep dive in some general video games or some specific style but there's a lot of ideas of what we can do in um in side quests um for the time being um the only things that i wanted to say is keep tuned for next week so next week we resume with episode 22 um, which is meant to be parenting according to the internet so stay tuned for that and um, what we're planning for the next side quest just to to give a bit of a, a teaser um, it's meant to be about uh, Star Wars which is something that we've mentioned before so stay tuned for that as well uh, I think we're going to try to do this probably around every three or four weeks isn't it Bruno? yeah so. Yeah, pretty much. So I think I think that's the idea. Um, but for the time being, it was really really enjoyable uh, enjoyable talking to you uh, today um, about this topic. I know that we're both very serious about this, and uh, you know now we have a plan to at some point get into a cabin with a lot of pizza and just play these old style games and compare notes. Maybe we'll even do it for the podcast. Who knows? Um, but yeah, thank you so much Ooh, for spending maybe we this could time stream again. It. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, you do have your Twitch account, yeah, exactly. so that could be a good idea. And we can even invite someone else who knows potentially. So there's a lot to say. So if you, you know, if you listen to these, if you like this side quest, let us know. Um, our email is contact at foreignersandfathers.com. Uh, so send us your thoughts. If you would like us to do a side quest on a specific topic, let us know as well. If you want to join us for a side quest, or if you want to just join us for a little bit or send some audio clips about what you thought about any of these, um, you know, feel free to uh, to send us an email about that. Um, and uh, in the meantime, just don't forget to review us and uh, rate us uh, and, you know, share the word with, uh, with your friends about the podcast. And thank you very much for that. But I think I think that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to say, Bruno? No, I think you said it all, man. I just need to go and, and have myself my, my chocolate milk and go to bed. Yeah, exactly. So, on that note, thank you very much again. Thank you, Bruno, for being here. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a good one, guys. And thank you for the chat, Bye. Pedro. Bye. Cheers. Bye.